0: Welcome to Casual Conversations, brought to you by Momentum Ministries, helping you attain, maintain, and regain momentum for life. Let's join the conversation with author and pastor Scott Wade, president of Momentum
1: Ministries. Good morning. This is Pastor Scott, and I hope you had a great Christmas. Had a great Christmas? Christmas isn't over. Well, I hope it's over because it started before Halloween this year, Uh, and my kids were coming uh, for Christmas. At Thanksgiving time. And since they were coming early this year, I put my decorations out early, about mid November, and I was ready to get them down. Uh, Lan and I undecorated last night and uh, finished up actually this morning on the inside. I'll leave the outside decorations up a a few more days because I want to continue the spirit of Christmas. But uh, I I thought about the uh, time that we undecorated in Circleville, Ohio. We had some neighbors, the Watsons, and they had triplets and they thought christmas had to last at least until valentine's day they couldn't take their christmas tree down until at, at least february the 14th well on uh, christmas day uh, the family had already been there and gone <clears throat> and it was time to undecorate i was ready to to get the tree down so on christmas day i uh, undecorated it and we had a live tree and uh, lived out in the country so i took it out the front door and was pulling it between the houses our house and where the triplets lived. And oh, those kids got so upset. They couldn't believe Pastor Scott was taking that tree down. And they said to their mommy, he said, Mommy, tell Pastor Scott not to do that. Christmas isn't over. Well, did you know that Christmas really isn't over? <clears throat> Many of you are probably familiar with the, uh, the song, The 12 Days of Christmas. And I hope that you're familiar with the season of Christmas as well. The song reflects the centuries-old tradition that uh, Christmas uh, is celebrated after December 25th. For those 12 days from December 26th until Epiphany, which is January 6th, the church across the centuries has celebrated Christmas. We just got it mixed up today. Of course, we have to celebrate it sooner and sooner and earlier and earlier because the stores want to get their products out and get them sold. So Christmas really isn't over. It goes the Christmas season, the 12 days of Christmas go until Epiphany. Now, Epiphany <clears throat> on uh, January 6th marks the, um, the 12th day after the birth of Jesus Christ. That's the day traditionally that uh, we remember the wise men, the magi, uh, showing up and uh, seeing Jesus for the first time. And the church remembers that day because it celebrates the revealing of the Christ to the Gentiles. That's what the word epiphany means, a revealing. And I want you to hold on to that thought for a moment as you think about the revealing of Christ after December 25th. But let's get back to that uh, song for just a minute, The 12 Days of Christmas. Uh, I did a little research on that. If you want to give somebody all those gifts in the song, you better be prepared to drop a little bit of change. According to a PNC Financial Services, it would cost $179,454.19. That's a lot of jack. And anyway, who would want to receive seven swans a-swimming each day for six days? Swans are expensive. One source I read said that they're about $2,000 a piece. So seven swans each day for the last six days of Christmas, that's 42 swans, That would cost $84,000. Quite a gift, wouldn't you say? Speaking of Christmas gifts, we've been sharing what our favorite Christmas gifts are, and I'm excited to share what my favorite Christmas gift is this morning. But first, let's uh, listen to this word from Amy of Momentum Ministries.
0: We have a lot of changes to share with you today. Pastor Scott has already mentioned the fact that he's moving the podcast toward more interviews. We're also excited about the changes coming to the daily email devotions. Starting on January 1st, the daily devotional will be available through a link to Momentum Ministries' website. We're adding something brand new in 2022 as well. Pastor Scott will be doing a weekly video blog featuring one of the devotionals from that week. In addition, the devotionals will be archived on Pastor Scott's blog, and we're making them searchable as well. You will be able to go on the website and search for blog topics by keyword. Book 4 of the CLIMB series is almost done, and work on Book 5 is well underway. The goal of this series is to help people engage with the Word of God on a daily basis. Those books make wonderful gifts for the start of the new year. Make sure to subscribe to our mailing list so you don't miss out on any exciting news and changes from Momentum Ministries. You can subscribe on the bottom of our website. Please add Momentum Ministries to your prayer list. This is a spiritual ministry, and we need the help of your prayers. We can't do what we do on our own. Finally, would you consider a financial gift here at the end of the year? Momentum Ministries is a registered 501c3 nonprofit. so your donations are tax-deductible. Your gifts make it possible for us to help people attain, maintain, and regain spiritual momentum. God bless you, and Happy New Year.
1: Thank you, Amy. So, let's uh, get back to uh, what my favorite Christmas gifts are. Actually, I have two that I want to share, and when I thought about Uh, these casual conversations, my mind went immediately to these two different things. I couldn't say which was my favorite, so I'm going to tell you about both of them. When I was maybe in the fifth or sixth grade, I received a cassette tape recorder under the Christmas tree. Now, this recorder was small by the standards of the day, quite huge by the standards of today's electronics. It was about five or six inches wide, maybe 10 or 11 inches long and and, uh, two and a half to three inches deep. It had a row of buttons on the front, including the eject button that popped open the tape compartment on the top. And then there was a, the row of buttons uh, that you pressed to, to play or record, to rewind and fast forward and stop. You had to push play and record at the same time. I really loved that gift. I think I wore it out before I got into high school. But then in my, uh, my senior year of high school, there was a typewriter under the Christmas tree with my name on it. That's my uh, second favorite gift of Christmas. And this uh, typewriter uh, was very compact. Uh, It's probably not much bigger than the tape recorder was. It was a manual typewriter. Uh, No way that my Santa could afford to bring me an electric typewriter. But I loved it. I was so excited because I was headed off to uh, Mount Vernon Nazarene College that next fall, and I was going to need it. And I used it almost daily for a couple years. I used it, that is, until I started dating a girl who Santa could afford an electric typewriter. So an electric typewriter and a cassette tape recorder. Those are my two favorite Christmas gifts. So now it's time. Uh, it's my turn to do a sermon in a sack. And I wanted to share with you before I do that, uh, how I first was introduced to this concept of sermon in a sack. Uh, maybe 25 years ago or so, I was vacationing of all places in Charleston, South Carolina. I had no idea that one day I'd be retiring here. Uh, but uh, while our family was on vacation, uh, Lan and I and the girls went to to church on a Sunday morning. And uh, the church where we attended was Goose Creek Church of the Nazarene. It's now a Calvary Church of the Nazarene in Goose Creek. But the, the pastor uh, called the children down front. And he said, okay, kids, it's time for Sermon in a Sack. I had no idea what he was talking about sermon in a sack. Well, the plan was that uh, the children each week would bring an object in a sack, something that the pastor didn't know about beforehand. And then he would choose one or two of the sacks and open it up and, and see what was inside. And he'd have to preach a kid's sermon based on whatever that child had brought that morning. And uh, he was really good at it. I was impressed. And, and, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm still impressed with this guy. Uh, he's still pastoring at the Charleston Calvary Church of the Nazarene. He's been there 25 years or so. I don't remember the exact date that we were there, but but he is fairly new at the time. But uh, but anyway, I'm going to give him a shout out, Rodney Lindsay. Uh, he's retiring at the end of January after serving that church and being a pastor uh, serving that church for. Uh, 20 plus, 25 plus years and being a pastor in the Church of the Nazarene for for over 40 years. Uh, Congratulations, Rodney. Uh, What a great ministry and legacy. Well, back to the cassette recorder and the the typewriter. Now, knowing me, if you know me, uh, what sermon in a sack do you think I might come up with? I'm going to give you a hint by the scriptures that I've chosen for today's casual conversation. Uh, The lovely Lana, my wife of 42 and a half years, is joining us in the studio today, and I've asked her to read what I call the Christmas story in the Gospel of John. Listen as Lana reads John 1, 1 through 14. Wait a minute, Lana, before you you read that, uh, I do need to tell the folks that you were the girl that had the electric typewriter in college, so I just want to clear that up. Go ahead and read for us uh, John 1. 1 through 14
2: In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God He was in the beginning with God All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made In him was life and the life was the light of men The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it There was a man sent from God
1: I love that verse, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So now, how do I tie a cassette recorder and a typewriter and John one fourteen all together with Christmas? Well, it's really easy if you think about it. A cassette recorder captures words on a magnetic tape and gives them substance that you can sense with your ears. A typewriter captures words on paper and gives those words substance that you can sense with your eyes. Jesus, who was born on Christmas, is the Word, and He gives substance to God Himself, and God is experienced in all our senses. Um, I want to have Lana read us another passage that shows how we experience God and uh, and how the Word that was made flesh uh, comes alive to us in our senses. And this passage is another one written by John. It's First John verses one through three. That
2: which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we looked upon and have touched with our hands, concerning the word of life, the life was made manifest, and we have seen it, and testify to it, and proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father. And was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ.
1: Again, I just love those words that which we have seen, which we have heard, which we've touched, this we proclaim to you. My cassette recorder that manual typewriter, they captured words, words that could be proclaimed, words that could be shared with others. And Jesus, when we experience Jesus, he is to be shared with others as well. When we see him, hear him, when he touches us, we are then to proclaim him so that others may know him too. So as you enjoy your gifts from Christmas, reflect on this one gift, that gift that's meant to be given away, the word of God, the word made flesh, Jesus Christ, and then share him in some way, a smile, a kind word, an act of kindness, a genuine concern. Share him with those you meet every day. Let me pray with you. Father in heaven, I thank you for the gifts of Christmas. For me personally, a typewriter and a cassette recorder, Meant an awful lot to a young boy, but even more. When I became a teenager, I met Jesus Christ and He became real to me. And Lord, across these 45 years, He remains real and fresh and vibrant in my life. I pray, God, that this Christmas season we would indeed experience Jesus. And like the Magi of old, we would, we would. Uh, see Him and share the knowledge of Him. He would be revealed to us, and we would reveal Him to others. And so, Lord, help us to do that, to know Jesus and to make Him known. Amen. Uh, Thank you for joining today's Casual Conversation. God bless you, and have a happy new year. Thanks
0: for listening in on Casual Conversations, brought to you by Momentum Ministries visit our website at MomentumMinistries.org. That's Momentum Ministries with two M's in the middle, dot O-R-G. God bless you and have a great day.